Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everyone, Taylor here. You know at our podcast, we were wanting to center the perspectives of people who look like us and women as well as marginalized people who has been historically pushed to the sideline of conversations. So if you haven't already, we welcome you to engage through our Instagram or Facebook page by leaving a comment or simply support us by subscribe our podcast from Acast, Apple, Spotify and Google. It will make a huge differences to increase our visibility and centering the conversations we have from our pod. Enjoy today's episode. Hey y'all, this is Jessie too. Hi, this is Helen. And you're listening to a bonus episode of Asian Bitches Another, where it is the last day of November. Yeah. Now, in the spirit of summer, which is starting officially tomorrow, the 1st of December, we decided we'd give you guys a bonus episode on a very relevant topic. Now, Helen, I don't know if um, you have been, well, obviously, Helen, you have, because you and I have talked about uh-huh. it, but I don't know if listeners, you have realised this, but... Have you guys been getting loads of Black Friday emails? Because I have been noticing in the last three or four years this thing coming from the States, apparently, of this thing called Black Friday. Now, Hel, what is this all about? Well, Thanksgiving is last Thursday. So it's the final Thursday of November. So we don't celebrate Thanksgiving here. It's an American celebration. And Mm -hmm. apparently it's a bit similar to the Boxing Day sale, I'm guessing. I believe that it right. is similar okay. to Boxing Day sale where you have celebration a day and then the ne- next day that you go out and... You become a capitalist become a... on steroids. Yeah, that's right. Right? A capitalist on steroids. So it's like, thank you, we have honoured our lords and our uh, patriarchal figures. Now let's fucking spend our money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's also... Oh, I can't wait to talk about There's also c- yeah? Cyber Monday as well, which is today. But I don't know what's the difference. What the hell is Cyber Monday? I think Black Monday? Friday is more towards the retailer's shopping experience and where uh, Cyber uh-huh. Monday is, I guess, you do more online shopping. But I don't think there's any differences. Oh, my God. Because you do, uh, well, I, at least oh I God. do m- most of my shopping online now. Yeah. And anyway, you get products at the end. It's all still consumerism yeah, at the end exactly. of the day, isn't yeah. it? Oh, God, I swear the world is so... There are so many smart people in the world whose agendas are so evil. Sorry for the old people who are finance. I feel like finance people don't listen to this pod, but like I just don't understand how one can spend a life trying to make other people spend their money. Well, you just, just have to have it. the economy go around, you know? You, you just have to have... Spend I mean, it, or it's, otherwise. I know it's yeah, necessary. It necessary. It's necessary, but but it's still depressing as hell. Mm-hmm. Hella depressing. I think it's depressing to the point if it's at the point that when your spending is beyond what you need. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is like most of us. I think. <laughs> Sadly, at least in the West. Yeah. At least in the West, that is what a good life looks like, right? Yeah. Everyone's standard of needs is different, I guess. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's uh, launch into that topic in a bit. But first up, <laughs> Helen, how on earth did you stay cool this weekend when in Sydney it was up to 40 degrees, mm-hmm. past 40 degrees in a lot of areas? Where I was in Redfern, it was it reached 
39 at the hottest time really of the day. only 39 I, it, yeah okay oh my god i i went out to the markets with a couple of friends and seriously i was just like <laughs> what is this hell it felt like hell i don't have aircon i like i found refuge at a friend's place i was like literally uh-huh. sunday morning i was texting all my friends do you guys do you have aircon do you have aircon, aircon? <laughs> do you have aircon because i'm just like fucking i'm going there mate i'm going and i'm thankfully yeah. a lot of my friends all live within like five kilometers radius of my That's of where i lived uh-huh. Very lucky, but um, yeah. Um, some people didn't. Some people did. I be I became best friends with those friends who are rich and had <laughs> aircon, because <laughs> I realized on days like these, you realize that it is it a is very important. privileged, yeah, rich thing to 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 own an aircon. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it felt like um, if anyone for you who were was not in Sydney, it felt like stepping into um a three hundred fifty degree oven. With fan, fan force oven. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it felt like sauna with like heat, heat just continuously yeah. blowing upon you, blowing in your yeah. fucking face. Yeah. That's what I hated. The wind. Yeah, the wind. It's the wind coming out from the desert. Um, yeah. Saturday was. How did you cope? Saturday was relatively okay, but yesterday, the Sunday was really, mm. really hot, and also, the, like you said, that the wind is just, yeah, terrible. I think mm. um, both days we went to the beach in the morning just before like 10 o'clock to let the dogs to run around. We let our, mm-hmm. usually let our dogs run around um, at the dog friendly uh, beach where they can run beach. Yeah, nice. off lead. And probably we we'll, we'll try to do that for 40 minutes, no more than an hour because it would just get too hot. And on the beach, you just see mostly white people running around with their dogs as well. I can hardly well, I see any say, Asians yeah. with their dogs. I don't know why. Like, Asians either have dogs. Well, number one, Asians don't have dogs. Asians just don't they, have dogs. Yeah, I mean, I have... It's an affluent thing to own dogs. Yeah, okay? I think so too. You know yeah, that. I have friends who are Asian who own dogs as well, but I don't have a lot of friends. But they're affluent. <laughs> you just have to emphasize on that. But I don't have a lot of yeah, friends totally. that who owns dogs and take their dogs to the beach. Like one thing is that probably uh-huh. they're not close to the like they're not close enough beach. to the beach. Yeah. yeah. But also that I think a lot of Asians just don't like to go to the beach. Yeah, I know. Like, and why is that? I I have reasons. Why do you think it is? Well, they just don't like the sun and they don't want to get tanned. That's one thing. Okay, that's one oh thing. Oh my god. I roll. I, yeah. I have some. I have some people told me that they just don't like the feeling of the sand. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the sand. Oh, and that's, okay. that's not an Asian thing. The heaps of white people don't, oh, okay. also don't like the what sand. What do you think then? Well, uh, like you said before, I think um, uh, there's no... There's no... Like, Australians have this really deep, embedded, historical sort of link to their identity and their sense of self with the mm-hmm. landscape around them. And that is tied in with, like, um, yeah. the beach and yeah. water, being mm-hmm. close to the water. And we don't have that. Um, a lot of people in the around, around the world don't have that, right? Asians don't have that. Um, I think also primarily um, Asian people tend to really, really value pale skin. And yeah. to be under the sun is to, like... Um, intentionally destroy that hope or dream of acquiring very pale skin. Like, um, you know, not to te- keep teasing my our mother, but she, like, if she's ever under the sun, she'll wear like sleeves to make sure that she doesn't get mm-hmm. dark. Like, I am the complete opposite. I've always just like completely embraced the fact that um, I don't need sunscreen and I tan really l- nicely. Which under the you don't want to promote. Like, like, I don't, I don't burn. Do I just we still tan. need to tell our listeners put, put sunscreen on. Oh, no, on, that's please. terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's very irresponsible if you don't put on sunscreen. It's just like um, yesterday when I went to Gordon's Bay with a couple of friends, I did not oh, put shit. on sunscreen, and that uh-huh. was really bad because the UV rays, the UV rays, because it was really um, we went at around like six or seven, uh-huh. like later, and it was already quite cool then, um, and this uh, like the cloud was quite thick above yeah. the, uh, Gordon's but Bay. But UV rays. Um, but um, yeah. oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think some 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 friends still got burnt. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's this kind of um, I think it's a different aesthetic, like different aesthetics, as in um, white people. Like mm-hmm. the tan, right? And um, Asian people tend to not like the tan. Asian people tend to revere yeah. white skin. I think we might have mentioned in our previous podcast about how Asian have this mentality of um, worshiping, especially, especially, white, yeah, especially Asian yeah. woman. Um, there's a social status comes with it, having a you know whiter skin. Yeah, yeah, but I totally. don't know. Yeah, I purity. feel like they should be a bit more progressive in our generation. Well, Helen, you're like super white. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very pale. Helen, like Helen's skin is Which like very, very. Is, white, I don't really yeah. like. And I'm like, like I don't tan easily. But, like this, what? Burn myself to the bones oh, right. until that I can actually get a bit of tan. How I wonder why that is. Yeah, because like we're <laughs> born of the same mothers and fathers. Mother, only sorry, one. mother and father. <laughs> one mother. Only, only two people, and yet, yeah, and and yet, um, very our different. skin tone is so different like i'm very very dark well i'm not very very dark but i'm like much darker and yeah yeah you're like way wider than me (laughs) maybe it's because i've just yeah i i really spent a lot of my 20s in under the sun yeah which i only spent like probably the last 10 the last three not two or three last 10 years okay (laughs) because i was just very like Uh uh, self-conscious about my body so I don't think I really went to the beach mm. when I was in my 20s. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Whereas I don't give a shit. Just kidding. I do give well, a you shit. You can <laughs> not give a shit about, you know, what your skin color look like, but you need to give a shit about no, no, yeah. how you look after your skin. <laughs> like sun protection. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I wanted to just to let listeners know about two things I've, Really, mm-hmm. like yesterday, um, I was part of a panel discussion oh, at yeah. the Wollongong Writers uh-huh. Festival on pleasure and what pleasure means for people outside of the cis straight white body. And I was so humbled to be part on on the panel speaking with Jack's Jackie Brown, who's a disability and queer rights activist, and they are a wheelchair user. And they are just so they were incredibly eloquent and graceful and gracious mm-hmm. in the way that they talked about the ways in which our society neglects to ever acknowledge the experiences of what it means to have pleasure and to have sex for people who are wheelchair Mm -hmm. users and people living with disability. And to be honest, I was really, really nervous about this panel. I was really nervous because um, I felt like any time I am on the panel with someone who has an experience outside mm-hmm. of my own um, and it's some an experience that is less um, prevalent in society. Like I would go so far as to say that Asian faces are more prevalent than wheelchair users. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say that. Like in you, the public. You see Asian faces yeah. in the media, yeah, in the media, but you hardly ever mm-hmm. see wheelchair mm-hmm. users, right? And so I didn't want to fuck up and I didn't want to say anything that was able-bodied mm-hmm. and uh, like – 
um, that would expose my blind spots. And I do have a lot of blind spots because I've always been able-bodied, mm-hmm. you know? So I was actually very um, nervous about it. But I think I did okay. I'm sure I did. I slipped up and maybe said something stupid. But what I wanted to mention to our listeners was that um, Jack's Jackie Brown, She t- uh, sorry, they talked about how uh, recent changes in the NDIS, which is the National Disability mm-hmm. Insurance Scheme, um, decided there were changes that made that the new uh, policy is that um, the funding that yeah. people with disability mm-hmm. get under the scheme uh, now no longer include the use of a sex worker oh. or sex mm-hmm. toys, which like I, I was there listening to Jack's Jackie Brown say like, oh, so the government decides that, you know, just because I'm disabled, living with a disability means I, I can't use that money you give me to access a sex worker. Um, you, like, and also I can't buy sex toys using that money. And so like, I just found it so egregiously appalling. And in my head, I was, I was there going, fuck, this is fucked up. Like, you know, a conservative white politician, a male politician has decided that, um, you don't get to like because a lot of disabled people um need to pay for sex or to pay someone to experience you know sexual pleasure right um because they don't have as much capital um sexual capital as an able bodied person uh, just the fucked up reality of the world we live in and like i was there th- like while they were talking i was just like this is fucked up this is fucked and then jack's jackie brown at the end of her rant this wasn't even a rant she was so grace they were so graceful about it they said yeah, and I'm really disappointed. Like, that was a, what, what they said. I'm really disappointed. And I was like, oh my god. Like, I feel like people who have experienced a lot of adversity just tend to be way more graceful and gracious in the way that they accept. Not accept, but the way that they approach talking about fucked up shit. Well, you know? unfortunately, with our world, which is very much focused on the mainstream type of life... And whoever felt out of that kind of mainstream lifestyle, you eventually just have built up the resilience, I guess. You know, sometimes when we're talking about racism and then sometimes you just feel numb because you feel like you're talking about the same thing over and over again. Over and over again. We know that we're putting more visibility, putting more exposure about the issues and the problem, but how you respond to it immediately is just like... You feel mm. numb. Yeah, it's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. understand yeah. from their point yeah. of view. Jack's Jackie Brown just had the most tender and beautiful and gentle way of talking and slow. Mm-hmm. I really like people who talk slowly. Yeah. I like people like considered like people talking slow as well. Yeah. yeah. Who are careful with their words. And and that's so not Jesse too. Jesse too <laughs> just fucking screams at you like a speeding train. <laughs> Speaking of speeding trains, um, I'm reading an incredible book. Um, I couldn't sleep the other night. It was too hot. Mm. So I woke up at like 3 a.m. and wanted to finish this from start to be fi- start to end, but I couldn't. I finished, I went halfway through. So the book is called The Incendiaries. It came out in 2018 by an author called R.O. Kwong. Mm-hmm. So she is a young American um, author. She went to Brooklyn College and Yale University. She was born in South Korea, went moved to LA with her family when she was three. Mm-hmm. And um, the book um, is about basically uh, a white guy who falls in love with an Asian woman and the Asian woman is sucked into a cult, a sort of 
Yeah, Ooh. crazy cult. And it's yeah, it's it's very beautiful. It's super easy uh-huh. to read. It's only like two hundred eight pages, um, uh-huh. and I I I really like love easy page read turners page page turners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's her first book, and like I had to look up what incendiary means because the book is called The Incendiaries, mm-hmm. and apparently an incendiary is a person who starts fires. Ah. Uh. I thought that was like arsonist. Yeah. Isn't it arsonist? I wonder what the difference between incendiary and arsonist. It just sounds arsonist. more, sounds more literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Helen was shaming me, like jokingly, uh, a few weeks ago about how I should read more Asian authors, and I was like, yeah, I should. Like here, here I am going on about like how everything I read is too too white, and yeah. But yeah. I'm I actually was drawn to this book, um, not only because she's Asian, but also because um, my second novel, uh, The Levenites, is about mm. a cult. Yeah. So, yeah, bring so on the cult literature. Research, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Helen, what did you get up to? Um, speaking of mm-hmm. cult, uh, I've been... I, I haven't been You've really... been joining a cult. <laughs> <laughs> that would never be me. You know how much that I'm against cults and religion. Well, actually, I think I think for you, the cult you'd be joining would be like the dog, dog love loving cult. <laughs> yeah, dog. Because Helen is so obsessed with dogs, we'll be like, it's not funny. Worshiping the dog. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, I'm trying to think. Like, praying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what cult I would join. I think the only cult I would join would be is the if, book, wouldn't it? Yeah, any kind of worshiping of books. Yeah. By non-white writers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, I've been watching um the animation that I've mentioned a couple weeks ago. It's called Keeper. The Pretenders. Uh, oh, okay, good. The Great like, Pretenders. Yeah, the season it. season two has begun, but I haven't been really watching it that fast. I think because I just felt so tired at the end of the day, so I just knocked myself out and go to sleep. But Kipo mm-hmm. is something that I've been watching with Aya, my daughter. There was an episode that we went through last night. It was so funny and so cute that I, I just mm-hmm. feel like everyone in the world should watch it. Oh my um, God, tell us apart, the premise. Apart from this animation that has introduced um, gay characters and also the gay character actually have a love interest who is an Asian mm-hmm. in the story. They have introduced K-pop singers in the animation. Mm-hmm. BTS, so the, yeah, it's something like BTS. So the whole setting of the animation Kipo, the full name is Kipo and the Adventure of Fantasy Beast. I can't remember the full mm-hmm. name now. Anyway, so it's K I P O. Everyone look it up. It's on Netflix. Um, so it's basically about this young girl who had been living. This is a very futuristic setting, a young girl who's been living underground because of some sort of like natural disaster or human-made disaster that forced them to live underground. And with a, like a sewage accident, she accidentally fell out of that underground residence. So she's on the mm. surface of the earth now. And right. she start looking at, she start trying to find her way back to her dad, but she's starting to encounter all this really strange and kind of mutilated animals and also Mm. human as well throughout her journey. And then there was like talking frogs and huge uh, monkeys with eight arms and just really, really Mm. strange animals. And last night on one of the episodes, they came across with a group of narwhals 
you know the narwhals is in like the um it's a it's a um sea animal i think it's slightly bigger than slightly bigger than a dolphin but it's not as big as a oh, whale and they yes, have horns yeah they have yeah it's like a unicorn <gasps> yeah 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 they're so beautiful i'm looking yeah. at it right now yeah they're like a seal with a massive horn yeah <laughs> or a so, whale kind of a whale yeah it's a, oh a bit God. like whale they're so scary and the creator made them <laughs> the creator made them into like a k-pop are you serious? Group, like four now. Oh my god, that is singing the that is so and they're actually cute. singing Korean songs. That is so Korean songs. O M G. Initially, I thought they were singing English, and and Aya goes, no, I think they're singing in Korean as well. Oh my god! <laughs> and at the end of their performance, they were saying like, "Come samida, come samida," like thank you in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god! Can you please link that to the show notes? Because I want everyone to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, can we see narwhals? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I feel like they. I've never seen them in the aquarium. I don't um, think so. I don't think they yeah. are capturable, seen which is good. I don't want them to. I want to see them out yeah. in the wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Um, was there anything else, Helen, that you wanted to talk about before we hop onto our main? No, I think that was the most important thing for to me to that. tell yeah. everyone to yeah. watch Kipo. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, we'll yeah. take a quick break, guys, and we'll come back to talk about gifts and buying and different cultural um, aspects to, you know, what it means to be giving at this time of the year. And they're so fucking weird. They're so fucking weird. Every time I think of Sean, you can saw in front of your husband. Yeah, I get dugons and walruses mixed up, because they look kind of similar. Oh, and we're back. So, Helen, take us through today's topic. Okay, so we want to do an episode about gifting cultures because we're fast approaching Mm -hmm. Christmas. And, you know, I'm, I'm not so much keen in celebrating a Western religion, but I do like the family gathering, you know, and I'm, and I'm very much guilty as a person who tries to minimize the idea of consumerism. Mm. Um, but gifting in festival season is something like it's really big in almost every culture. You know, like giving a material item is very crucial in both in, interpersonal and also professional, uh, you know, for professional level. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, I think if anyone have studied like international business relationship, you would know and understand how important the world, guanxi uh, in Chinese, yep. for like a lot of Chinese uh, businessmen, businesswoman, you know, the type of gifts that you will give for your yeah. uh, business partner yeah. would determine how well you do within the business relation in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Jesse, do you like to receive gifts? Like, in your professional life, how would you rate your... I have to say, gift? yeah. Mostly yeah. in the past, I've only... in, in Under a professional context, I've only, only ever been given wine or alcohol. I feel like that's like safe, yeah, brainless. that's so prevalent. It's, it's a safe... And that's also very... Risk... Let, Western. It's like Western, it's very, very minimal risk to give someone wine because you just... 
white people just assume yeah. everyone drinks and drinks like, yeah I, remember, I know yeah i remember going to a party where i met this um woman who was a lawyer and she's a muslim she was like 23 years old and she told me how last year she um even though like she wears a hijab to work so people mm-hmm. know that she's a muslim right yeah and she often talks about being muslim at work and yet her white boss gave her like a, um, oh my a bottle of God. wine for, for Christmas. And it's just so fucking insensitive. Um, what I did in the past, uh, so I was a teacher for about 10 years and every year I'd just get a bottle of wine every time mm-hmm. I was farewelled. Like often when you go, like end a stint at a workplace, people will give you a bottle of wine to say thank you. And I, I yeah. just never drank it. I think me and wine, I, I only ever drink beer in summer. Otherwise I just mm-hmm. literally do not drink. Um, yeah. And I think it's like, yeah, um, I, I personally like to, so that's like, professionally speaking mm-hmm. um i don't really care like now that i work for a, a, a online feminist publication like i like my my boss in the past has given me like really nice gifts like books or something like something that mm-hmm. she actually has taken care um thinking about um we also have a small yeah. team so she can afford to do that but helen with my personal life i fucking love gifts i fucking love earrings like my like the other day annie my friend we got got together at Kilo Billy. For a catch up, she she's an artist and she yeah. handmade earrings for me. Like <laughs> oh, that is the so nicest cute. gift, you know. Yeah, and then Frances, who's yeah. also a um, she's also an artist. She gave me uh, like a handmade pressed flower um, bookmark. Oh, See, that's, that's really wonderful. nice because I use both of those yeah. things. But mostly, like you, Helen, I just love receiving books, especially like if it's a book that yeah. I they know that I'm interested in the topic. Um, but yeah, I am obsessed with giving, uh, I'm obsessed with receiving gifts and also giving gifts. Like I don't understand people who don't give gifts. Like in the past, I've, bro- I've broken up with guys in the past who just like <laughs> didn't give me a know. gift. Seriously. Seriously. It's like, how yeah. rude are you? It's my birthday. Give me a fucking present. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I, for me, I, I think cause it's the way you and I were brought up, right? Like our parents are really, really generous. Mm. Like our parents always yeah. gave us gifts, gave us gifts for like Christmas and and um and on our birthdays and so i just ex- expect that yeah from men who i date it's like or like from my friends i'm not i i don't i don't think i've broken up with friends over not give, like i i think the older <laughs> i get the less the less i receive gifts from friends mostly now friends just take me out to dinner or yeah. we go out for lunch uh-huh. or go to see a movie mm-hmm. yeah but i still highly value gifts i think giving someone a gift means i love you or like mm-hmm. i really care about you mm-hmm. i want you in my life and it's just it's like the like for me it's like the least the the least kind of um effort you need to put in you literally go to the shops you buy something and then like you give it to the person you don't have to think about it you know i think yeah. like i don't understand why more more people don't give gifts yeah i think it's coming to a point that we need to consider environmental impacts of the type of gifts that we receive and give mm. to one another and mm. i think gift is very important because we grew up in the in the culture that is more material focused, I feel like Asians we're very yeah, material that's focused. True. Whereas yeah. maybe Our parents perhaps, are, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of non Asian culture they might value more as experience and time that you share together. I know that I mm. have some friends that would prefer, like you said, nowadays as we get older, they prefer to go out, take you to a dinner, like or go out and stay overnight. Or treat a birthday or a type of celebrations like a getaway, you know, just like yeah, a holiday. Yeah. yeah. 
brought a couple of friends together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But where is our family? You know, like talk about our family. You know, our previous Christmas, like the gift ritual is oh, crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So there are like, so there are four <laughs> of us amongst us, like Helen and I are one of four. And then like our sister has kids and Helen, you have kids. Yeah. Um, and so like it becomes a really, really big, massive thing of like, uh, where who is ever house that we gather all the gifts it becomes this like crazy it like ends up being like at the end of Humongous the day pile. at the end of the night yeah when everyone has <laughs> opened up their christmas presents it it looks like um a, the reject shop a mini version of the reject <laughs> oh, yeah, except no, like with so really bad. expensive gifts <laughs> yeah because mostly um the wrapping is what like ends up being what clouds the whole room right there's a yeah, lot of exactly and dad usually is the ones with the Picking it up. God, yeah, yeah, garbage bag. With his grumpy, grump, grumpy face. <laughs> yeah. My dad doesn't like gifts as well. Oh, our yeah. Our dad hates, 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 hates so much yeah. things. Yeah, he hates, um, like, us buying thing things. He's the wor- He's the hardest person to buy gifts for because our father, yeah. there's just nothing that makes him happy. <laughs> except fishing. So <laughs> and his grandkids. Maybe this, so hard. You know what we should do this year? We should wrap yeah. up our, our youngest niece, Evie, and like just wrap her up in a box <laughs> yeah. and then give it to dad. <laughs> give it to dad. Actually, that, that seems really fucked up. <laughs> I was kidding. Yeah. But we've improved, you know, only the past two years that we finally agreed to do Secret Santa among the adults where, you know, we only give one gift to one adult person. But we still mm. get a lot of gifts for the younglings, you know. I, I mean, I prefer yeah. to get books. You know, yeah, me becoming more environmental consciousness. You know, I don't also want to get books. Yeah, something like yeah. I, yeah, and I don't see books as like capitalist, even though they are, because you need to buy, use money to buy them. But like, you're buying mm. knowledge or you're buying imagination. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, anyway, um, so with Taiwanese or so-called Chinese gifting culture, you know, with a lot of Asians, money and red pockets, envelopes are still very prevalent. And it's actually the um, preferable gifts in older generations because money is just mm. a lot more convenient. You give the money and you let the receiver to decide what their presents that they want to purchase. So with money gifting, you always have to, you always have to remember that prepare uh, an amount that is even number, not the odd number, and of course, never give the amount that has four number the four number in four it. Four, yeah. It. So not so forty for or four hundred dollars. Yeah, you yeah. can't give forty dollars. Who gives four hundred dollars? I want four hundred dollars. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, for weddings, um, I think. Yeah. Oh sometimes. right. Okay. Yeah. Right, and also, um, so no odd numbers. So you can't give someone $35? No, it's just unlucky. Oh, I didn't know that. Because oh. it always have to be pair. So Chinese consider right, yeah. something in pair is more of a luck thing. You know yeah, how yeah. when our mom is, uh, there's worshipping ceremony going on, she would never mm. put three apples. There needs to be six, eight, like a oh, even number. That. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. So the three main gifting season in Taiwan are the first ones, of course, Chinese New Year. The Chinese New Year usually happens in February. And, you know, we say that contemporary, most companies will give the wine and liqueur as a gift. And during Chinese New Year, traditionally, it's also the time that the employees receive the annual bonus. You know, it's the yeah. hong bao. Yeah, and yeah. for kids, uh, we call them the 压岁钱, 
which means suppressing yeah. the ghost money. <laughs> Are so you serious? A, yeah. Oh my God. So there's a legend that apparently because there's a um, monster coming through just before the yeah. new year to take away uh-huh. the kids. So in order to keep <laughs> the kids safe for the year, the ritual is that you know they receive this Hongbao call Yasui Qian to keep them safe. Right. Yeah. Exchange also, with the devil. Yeah. Exchange. Yeah. Exchange with the devil. Yeah. Even now, I think some family will still go through this kind of uh, rituals. Is that um, you have to kneel down in front of the yeah. elderlies to well, I, thank them? We still them. do that. We still. Do oh, that. do we? I don't do that anymore. Well, wait. Um, like last year, we uh, there's a video on my phone where all of us gathered at Mum's place, Mum and Dad's place. Oh, okay. Remember, we pushed remember the that. little kids, nephews and nieces, to like. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't actually <laughs> the kneel. We didn't make them genuflect. Obviously, they just they, they just, just bowed. bowed. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, because I think I don't know if Helen is about to mention this, but also, um, people who are single who are not married yet also get hongbaos from their mum and dads. Yeah, oh, so yeah, like I am right, the only yeah. single person left in my family. So like I'm like in the family. It out. I'm like every year, yeah, still like I still get money from like actually my parents don't give me money. It's from mum and it's, dad. It's Lisa who gives me the hongbao, which is really sweet of her. Cause mm-hmm. she, and like every year she writes mm-hmm. on the red red envelope. She's like, "Good luck finding a partner. I know you'll find one." <laughs> it's so sweet. She, no, but inside of her, she would be thinking like, "Fuck you, just go and get a partner. I so can I stop paying you, pay yeah. you every it's year." Like, it's like a fund for single people. I love it. I love it. It's so sweet. Because single person is still considered as a child. Mm. You don't mm. have a family mm-hmm. yet of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the next celebration in Taiwan that is very prevalent for gift is... Uh, the Dragon Bow Festival. The Dragon Bow Festival. Yeah. What's that all about? Um, there will be... Dragon Ball is Duangwu Jie. Oh. So you have, it's usually the summer mm-hmm. in Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Like July? Um, people will give, yeah, July, August. August. Yeah. People will be giving like zongzi. Oh, I love it. You know, the rice yes. dumpling wrapped I love in the it. leaves. It's so yummy. I had like the gift box. Literally, they have like huge gift boxes of zongzi mm-hmm. that just gives to the employees. Yep. Where I was in Taiwan, that our boss just, they will buy like a dozen of them. And given it to mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. just before the Dragon Ball. What's festival. in the rice? Can you explain it to listeners who don't know? Well, it's usually made by the glutinous rice, so it's a more sticky mm-hmm. one. And it's savory. And you have it's savory. Oh, you can have it as sweet as well. But oh, not, can you? I I've mean, never had. Yeah, most people prefer the savory type. Yeah, and you will have. There's like fried shrimp or fried, fried eggs shrimps. in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes the salted egg. Salted yolk, egg. I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pork sausage. Belly. Yeah, sausage, pork belly or sausages. Mushroom. Yeah. 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 Like chopped up sausage. It's so delicious. Yeah. And for all those people who don't know what it looks like, it's like wrapped up in a, um, triangular bamboo leaves. Bamboo leaves. Bamboo leaves yeah. or banana leaves. Yeah, bamboo, bamboo. leaves. And, yeah. and they're tied together. And they look like um, a prison, yeah. like a triangle, triangular prison, right? That's right, and yeah. They're, and they're wrapped up in like a cotton string. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you have been to be Chinese restaurant, or boiled. yeah, if you've gone to a Chinese restaurant, you probably would have seen something like this. Or if you've been to Yam Cha, yeah. Yam Cha, yeah, Yam Cha will yeah. have like the Nuo Mi Ji, I think. Yeah, yeah similar yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah similar to Zhongzi. Yeah. yeah, and for kids during Dragon Ball Festival, they'll usually be be given a, like a spice ornament that you can wear around your neck. What's that for? So the spice is like there's a combination of clover, mm. cinnamon, um, just all sorts of spice to remove 
this is the traditional superstitious idea, you know,、okay. to remove the ominous scents during the summer season. You know, because July and August in Northern Hemisphere is summer, and this is also related to the superstitious rituals of getting rid of bad things around you. Right. But in reality, the、uh, spice bags, which is called xiang bao, is good、oh. to use during summer because it also acts as an insect repellent. Right. Yeah.、Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Don't you? Did you? Did you? Did you still have some? I still have one or two. Like. I was well, I didn't tie it around my neck. No, it, you wear、it's、like a, a necklace. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I love our culture. So fucking awesome. You don't see Australians doing that. Yeah, you don't. Like imagine, imagine Aussie people like with a sort of like a scented scent thing tied around. Oh, you never know.、Necks. That'll be funny. You never know. Although they、you、do, Aussies have their rituals. Like they have the cork corkscrew kind of corkscrew、um, hats.、Uh-huh. You know, that's pretty Aussie. But you know what、that's、I think? Funny、It's, looking. I feel like the, the,、yep. those like the Byron Bay type of hipster families will start、oh, right. taking up this、that? kind of、yeah. culture, having a spice bag around、yeah. their kids to use it as a natural then, like,、yeah. insect repellent. I know. Yeah, and then they're gonna like do a Vogue feature article <laughs>、yeah. about it, and then those white people are gonna make millions out of it. Ingenious. <laughs> and Helen, what about our last? Um, gift giving season. Okay,、festival. the last gift giving season is Mid Autumn Festival. It's also called the Moon Festival, where which is、um, in Chinese. How do you say it? Zhongqiujie. Zhongqiujie. Yeah, Zhongqiujie. Yeah, yeah.、Um, I love this festival. Yeah, we just we had a, an episode while we talked about the Chinese de- oh, poets. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So the、mm-hmm. main gifts for this Moon Festival is usually the mooncakes and how do I pronounce that fruit? Oh, which one? Pomelo. Pomelo. That's right. Yeah, the Chinese grapefruit. Do you remember that they usually they have a extremely thick because、yeah. it's uh usually harvest during that time. They don't have that many、mm-hmm. in Australia, I think, but it's very prevalent in Taiwan.、Yeah. It's very very Taiwan, thick、yep. skin, but the flesh、yeah. is and it's like orange. Yeah, it's a citrus.、White. Yeah, it's a yeah, type. The flesh、thing. inside is white. white. Yeah. yeah. But the outside is like kind of really faded, pale orange. It's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, my memory about the Pomelo is Kevin, our brother, when he was like a toddler, maybe four or five. There's a picture of him as a baby, not four or five, like maybe four or five months old, where like um my parents had like cut open the pomelo skin、yeah. and like, and then they they um cut it out and then they used the skin as a, like hat. a hat yeah, and、exactly. put it on top of Kevin's head. <laughs> so cute. It's really cute. I think a lot of Taiwanese will have grown up with that experience wearing pomelo skin on their head. Yeah, Camelo hats. Yeah. yeah, take a picture and send it to us. <laughs> yeah.、Um, what do you think the funny things in、uh, Chinese while gifting each other? I think it's when they're receiving the gifts, they tend to have like a push forward and back. It's exactly the same when、yeah. someone's paying the bill and they have to fight、yeah. for it. There's always like an argument. <laughs> yeah, I know、yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> And like you're pushing them the gift, and like you're giving them, because often when Asian people give people gifts, they always put it in some sort of really nice bag.、Yeah. Like a white gift would always come in a box wrapped、mm-hmm. up with in like a ribbon,、yeah. and you just give it to them.、Um, but Asian people are really practical. Like they always think about how am I going to carry this. No, so no, there's、exactly. always some sort of carrying sort、mm-hmm. of handle apparatus that Asian. <laughs> I fucking love Asians.、Um, yeah. So there's always like if you're getting a gift from an Asian, typically you're going to get it in bag, a bag, because、yeah. like a really nice bag with a handle, because. Asians are fucking like they think about you. They think for you.、Mm-hmm. You know, man. I really should just marry an Asian man.、Um, 
Yeah, like they think for you. They they actually like Asian people always think for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really just think like it's such an like it's a lot of white people I realize don't think for you. You know, yeah. it's just they're more <laughs> self centered. Fuck. I I really need to yeah. If you're an Asian man out there, just yeah, text me your number. <laughs> anyway, I was I'm kidding, but obviously, oh maybe not. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the when you see Asians give gifts, they're pushing like the back handle with mm-hmm. the packet, yeah, back and forth, and like like grabbing each other's wrists, grabbing each other's wrists, and like, yeah. no, I want, no, you take it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, oh, don't need it. A, we don't need it. You know, something like that. Yeah, or... but in their head, they're like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think with Asians, there's this like um sense of um sort of like a cosmetic need to. Uh, a spouse a kind of um a layer of like politeness mm-hmm. and so you don't yeah. actually you're never supposed to be transparent about what you want so even mm-hmm. if you do want a gift that someone is giving you you're obliged to say no no mm-hmm. don't give that to yeah, me yeah you always have to even be like deep humble. down in your heart yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah that's what frustrates me yeah yeah I-, I think it's frustrating as well because I'm a very direct forward person. I'm like, okay, you give it to me. I'll yeah, take me too. It. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I would love. I would love. Yeah, I. Well, the thing I love about my family are like, um, they go, "What do you want?" And then I just like, I like for he- for me and Helen, like, it's not a secret anymore. But Helen like got me for the Santa. <laughs> yeah, and then next, so, like, I just told Helen yeah, what I next wanted. Day, Jess just texts yeah. me, "Oh, this." And I said, "Oh, okay, it makes it easier for me." Yeah. So I don't have to think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, other gift uh, items that are very popular in Taiwan is uh, one of them is like fruit box gift boxes. You know how in in Australia mm-hmm, or at mm-hmm. least in Western world we have a lot of hampers. We call yeah. it hampers. We were saying yeah, exactly. how hampers are yeah, very I white. Love, are so <laughs> fucking white. Yeah, but you know it's just a yeah, different word. Yeah. Right. Because I like, give yeah. Um, Asians give each other like yeah fruit, fruit boxes. boxes. It's very yeah. appa- apparently it's very popular in Japan as well, and also can be very expensive. Um, okay. You know that Taiwan's yeah. very well for its um tropical weather to grow fantastic fruits like mangoes, star fruit, apple custard, yeah. lychees, and wax apple. Lychees. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yum. So there's just a couple of the Taiwan's pride and. Japan is very clever with their technology advancement in de- developing, you know, like modified fruit, which can fetch up to 10k yen, around like close to $100 oh for God. a rock melon. Yeah, for, for a rock, rock melon. melon? So wait, they wait, have wait. sweetness. Uh, what is a modified yeah, so they fruit? They have sweetness scales. Oh, right. So this will be like going the top range. Right. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. that is so funny. Now, um, speaking of uh, funny, speaking of funny things, Helen. Are there any taboos in gift giving in Taiwan? <laughs> yeah, I know. There are two things that I know when growing up. The first one is clocks. You're not allowed to give clocks? Why? You're not allowed to give clocks because in Chinese, clock is zhong, you know, shi zhong. Yeah, the yeah. character zhong is also the same sound as um, zhong, which means the end of life, again, which is oh death. God. That is so morbid. That is so morbid. Wow. Okay, what about watches? Can you give someone a watch? Yes, watches is fine. Watch is fine. But because Zhong, you know, this is Zhong clock, yeah. it's signifying like the end of the life. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and watch for in, in Chinese is... um Shou biao. Shou biao, yeah. So Shou biao. I think Shou biao should not... be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're wrong, please come and correct us. What else can you... What else are you not um, allowed to give? Another thing that I yeah. know is umbrella. Umbrella in Chinese is san, yu san. 
San is also the same yeah. sound of another character, San, which means to be separated. Yeah. So if you're giving someone an umbrella, you're pretty much, oh. uh, it's a symbolizing, like you're saying Same. that you should be separate. Yeah, break up or separated. Yeah. So people <gasps> oh shouldn't, like, especially so like at weddings, I, so don't it, give. <laughs> so don't give your, yeah, don't give your, don't give your boyfriend or <laughs> an umbrella. An umbrella. <laughs> for christmas yeah that'll be funny like if i if i had a yeah my boy if i had a boyfriend and i wanted to break up with him like that'll be the way to do it giving him a black umbrella that is so funny you would never understand why if he doesn't speak chinese (laughs) yeah yeah probably because like yeah my my boyfriend will probably be a white guy (laughs) and he'll be like yeah this is nice but weird also like do white people give each other umbrellas i don't know it's weird gift to give anyway right Mm. Can I say also, Helen, that um, I learned that uh, also that towels were not mm. meant to be mm. something you give someone. Like I remember when you bought your house a few years ago in um, the Central Coast, the real estate agent towels, gifted you yeah. guys a set of towels. And then mum, yeah, and mum said that was really yeah, bad. Well, in, Why is that? I don't that? know if it's in overall Chinese culture, but, but as far as I know, in Chinese culture, towels are only given out during funerals as a gift to wash out the bad stuff that you might pick up from the funeral. Yeah, so I remember a couple of years ago oh. when th- this is the only funeral that I've been to in Taiwan. You've been to a few more than me, yeah. Um, Several. So the one with our mm. yeah yeah our granddad. Oh no no no, actually with our grandmother yeah. Nanai. Yeah. So yeah yeah, as yeah. the you know the partner who is still alive, he was the one yeah. that is handling out the towels for the guests who came to the memorial service. Oh. Yeah, so the towels apparently there's yep. a symbolism of that you take it home and you kind of wash your hands to wash out, you know. Because um, with funerals in Chinese culture, people the superstitious ideas of you know you might pick up something dirty because it's like the other life, it's mm, not the human right. life. Yeah, so towels yeah. are for something that you wash right. off, <laughs> something off. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's actually really beautiful. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. It's again yeah. very considerate as an Asian, isn't it? I love Asians. Um there are other gifting rules in Asia. So according to Asian lifestyle website, uh, you know, there could be some circumstances when you offend someone without knowing it, for example, gifting the <laughs> Muslim wine. So here are some ideas to guide you yeah. in gift gifting uh gift giving in Asia. For example, in uh, India, you must not uh, give your gift using your left hand. So it's because uh, left hand signifies unclean. You use your, what, left hand to... Right hand, what? yeah. Yeah, so you use your right hand as you receive, pass, or give gifts. Um, additionally, if your gift is cash, you must not give in uneven numbers. Again, it's very similar to Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the culture mm-hmm. of India, number one symbolizes... A new beginning, while the numbers that end in zero, zeros means an end. I'm not quite sure how mm. how could you give. So you can't give like a hundred dollars, or you can give a hundred and nine, yeah. not a hundred four dollars. Yeah, hundred four, hundred eight. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. Wow, yeah. interesting. Um, what about um in South, South Korea? Korea? Um, you must not use red ink. If you're writing a card to your friends, the names on the dead are written yeah. in red on funeral lanterns and tombstones. 
So it means that the receiver is dead. I found it really funny. I think yeah, I have to say, I think I know this yeah. in Chinese as well. I don't think yeah, yeah mum mentioned. I, know. I remember it. when I I yeah exactly when I used to write in red pen, my mum would say no, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, something unlucky that. about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, mm. So in China, uh, when you're going to giving someone money, there are three golden rules. The first one is only give non-crinkled and new bills, no coins. Um, oh yeah, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. bills is very. It's because it's a larger value. <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, I remember like when once when I was like twenty two, my mom went through um, my wallet and、uh-huh. I think she saw a couple of crinkled notes in there, and she was just like kind of a bit like telling me, "Oh, you should like be careful with how you treat your money、mm-hmm. because like、um, you want it to be flat and like crisp." Like she was kind of like saying, like respect money. Yeah. Like even though they're just yeah, notes, exactly. They, they actually mean yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And because if you have new money, that means I guess it's a sign of prosperity that you'll bring you more wealth.、Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm.、Uh, Speaking of like cash, remember that scene in、um, Serendipity when Kate Beckinsale writes her numbers on a one dollar bill. Oh, okay. To for like John Cusack to find. Uh huh. You haven't, no, seen, I that haven't seen that movie. I know you and Lisa. Okay, it's, Lisa it's Lisa's <laughs> yeah favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, so romantic. But also, before you keep going on, speaking of like bad gifts, I just wanted to mention Father of the Bride. I think it was the second movie when like um Andy, the daughter,、uh-huh. her husband. Oh no, I think it's the first movie. Her husband to be gives her as a wedding gift a blender. And she's like traumatized. <laughs> you remember that?、Blender. She's just crying her eyes out. And then yeah, I saw it with Billy a few months ago, and、uh-huh. we were just like, oh my god, eye roll. Like this privileged white girl just cannot, can't, can't <laughs> hack. Is so like horrified that she's received a blender from her husband. Like nothing in the world is more grieve grievancing some than a you know. Than receiving a blender from your partner. It's so funny. Just you know, it just first world problems. Two weeks ago, when I was watching、yeah. on the rock,、um, Rashida Jones yeah,、oh, yeah. and Bill Murray, one of the gifts that she got was thermal mix for her birthday. Oh, dude, I would love to get a thermal mix because they're so fucking expensive. Yeah, they are very expensive. Just people have different ex-、uh, expectations, I guess, especially from your partner. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you expect yeah, yeah. jewelries, and then you get a house appliance. Yeah, speaking yeah. of that, I I always when you when you think when you mention that I always think about your favorite character and、um, Emma Thompson in your favorite movie Love Actually, <laughs>、yeah. where she's like expecting expecting、oh、her husband、God. to like receive that the necklace、mm-hmm. I think、yeah. or something, and then she ends up getting a jo- what is it the Joni Mitchell yeah. album? Yeah, is it Joni Mitchell? Mitchell? It was Joni Mitchell. Uh, that oh, that scene is yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah, it、so、is. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Helen's gonna cry just thinking about it now. <laughs> okay, let's continue let's to our. Continue. What were we talking so, about? China. So the second golden rule is that always,、uh, if possible, given the sum that begins with eight because it's the luckiest number in Chinese. Yeah. Yeah,、fine. just give people eight hundred dollars. Yeah. If you can't afford eight hundred eighty, eighty-eight will be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, eighty-eight. Yeah.、Um, Again, and the last one is don't give the amount that begins or ends with four because it's an un- unlucky number and it's related to the word "si," which means、uh, death in Chinese culture. Yeah. yeah.、Uh, in Japan, the way of your wrapping is sometimes more important than what is inside.、Um, apparently,、That's、you cannot use old newspaper 
newspaper. Oh, yeah, you cannot use use new uh the newspaper. You must also learn the country's language of flowers. So apparently, flowers is very important to them. You know how they have like a certain flower. Yeah,、oh, symbolism, symbolism behind flowers. Yeah. yeah. And if you're gifting for a birthday, you must avoid lilies, lotus blossoms, and carnations because it's related、blossoms. to funerals. Funerals,、yeah. right? Yeah, I have to say.、Um, Speaking of flowers, I I know that my mother, whenever I bought like white flowers, she would always say to me, "That's not yeah, good." Yeah, it's like, in Taiwan. White is associated、yeah. with funerals. Yeah, um, but um, I don't think I've had that with white people. Like white people haven't told me, "Oh, you bought me white flowers.、Mm. You want me to、it's、die?" Just, it's so funny like that. that Asians、like、are just、flowers. so fear of death. Everything's around death that is related to death. They're、yeah. just so scared. You just have to avoid it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. We'll have to do a pod. Yeah, right. We'll have to、I'm、do an episode about, about Asians' perception on death. <laughs> yeah, Asians and what they think about death. I love it. That'll、okay, be fun.、So、the final two, Thailand. What about in Thailand?、Uh, the magic number in Thailand is apparently nine, and you have to ignore three. Uh, gifts instead of nine are lucky in Thai for Thai people. It is also the same word as、uh, "let's、mm. go and eat rice" and moving forward. I guess it's just you know the same sound that is a symbolism of luck.、Mm. Um, it's also rule manner if you open the gifts in front of the giver. Oh, interesting. I wonder why.、Yeah. I think it, it's similar to Chinese as well. I hate. Apparently, just I hate. To- Opening gifts in front of people, I'm so embarrassed、mm-hmm. because, like, um, I'm so bad at faking. I'm so bad. So if it's a shitty gift, I'm not gonna、exactly. pretend that I like it. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I have no barrier. Sorry, I know,、yeah. I know. I just I know. can't act. It's so hard. I don't know how to act at all, or like pretend to like something that I don't like. So I just I feel deeply uncomfortable opening presents in front of people. I also like. I used to hate when people、uh-huh. open presents in front of me because I'm always like, "Oh, if they're disappointed, you don't know if they、I、like、know. it." But now I just yeah, don't I give、know. a shit. I just don't give a shit about people <laughs> because, like, I think ninety nine percent of the people in my life have disappointed me. That now in my thirties, I'm just like so used to disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard unless that、like, you know or that you already you, you will you know that you'll be receiving what you have expected. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is I don't know, never. <laughs> I love that.、Um, okay, so the last one is Singapore.、Oh, Singapore, yeah. Apparently, you don't you don't give handkerchief as your gift in Singapore. It signifies sadness and yeah. But who、tears. gives? Hand- yeah. Okay. Who who uses number one? Who the fuck uses handkerchiefs these days? Unless you're like ninety nine years old, <laughs> and who gives? Who gives someone else a handkerchief? Nobody. Well, they don't even、mm, exist anymore. I think they're still selling in Maya or David Jones. It's like for a very like our last generation people, they still use handkerchief. Yeah, basically people who are overnight. <laughs> you're, being you're being ages now. Yeah, you're being ages. Yeah, it's disgusting, Jesse. Too. <laughs> yeah, I remember a friend of mine in high school.、Uh-huh. Um, he used a handkerchief, and I thought that was so gross. <laughs> I was so mean. I was so mean. Yeah. Um, when I think of handkerchief, I think of my friend Edward from high school who used it, and I also think of Meg Ryan in You've Got Mail, literally the best movie ever. I can like memorize <laughs> the entire script, and how like she has a handkerchief with her initials engraved in them, and a daisy、mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. daisies are her favourite flower. Um, this is the character of Kathleen Kelly in the film. Yeah, and she has like a flirtatious scene with Tom Hanks when they first meet in the bookshop. She <laughs> yeah. that. You've seen that movie, Yeah, I've right? seen that movie. Yeah, I've seen it literally 500 times. You just love that movie. Yeah, it's. I want to live in that movie. You just wish that will happen to you one day. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I want to own a bookstore. I want someone as rich and tall and handsome as someone as Tom Hanks to come and sweep me up. And I want to be white. <laughs> just kidding. Not. <laughs> okay, so since I was talking about gift, uh, gifting culture this episode, I want to do some shout out to the artists that we actually purchased mm-hmm. work from them. like Yeah, um, in the festive seasons. In, yeah, and in, in the past as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't buy plastic shits that will only last two weeks, you know. Like, give some, like, prepare something that is meaningful and artistic. Um, so, yeah, if you can, if you can. If yeah, you can. if you can, of course. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I the, the artist's friends I've commissioned, um, they're not cheap, but because I have money, I want to support them. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. to support them as well. And I think it's... Mm. Um, Particularly these three ladies I'm going to uh, talk about, they're all Asians, mm-hmm. they're from Taiwan. Awesome. Uh, so the mm-hmm. first one, uh, Injoin Su. So Injoin is an illustrator from Taiwan and she's now based in Sydney. I recently saw her sharing her work on Facebook page. Um, I checked out her Itzy, is it called Itzy? Itzy store and found her yeah. works are mainly watercolour paintings of Australian native fauna and animals. Oh, um, I love it. I've ordered a, like a 10-pack uh, Christmas car and they're on their way uh, to me. Should be should arrive today or tomorrow. I think her works mm. are very delicate, soft and colourful and she has also turned into her painting in, into postcards, bookmarks and home deco uh, like art painting. Um, they have like a sense of harmonious of them that I, I really, really like. Like they're really mm. good for kids' room, I think. Yeah. Mm. So I like that soft palette. Yeah, soft palettes. Yeah, exactly. So her Instagram account is at Enjoying Illustration. We'll of course have all these links on our show notes. Um, mm-hmm. The second artist is Winnie. Um, she's the she's also in the illustrator from Taiwan now based in Melbourne. Um, I came across with uh, Winnie's work again from a Facebook group when she was showing her work. Um, Winnie does like an animation type of portrait. Like I commissioned her to do one. For our mother and our yeah, and it was Amma. So, yeah, yeah, it's it so was really beautiful cute. and it's so cute. And then I commissioned her <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. a friend's <laughs> birthday recently. Oh my god, yeah. so cute. Yeah, and it's, it's so just wonderful, you know. Work. Yeah, yeah, because I got that work for Mother's Day. Like, um, so you how it works is that you you send her photos of the person that you would like her to do the portrait on. I've actually yeah. sent her two separate photos: one of our mother and one of our grandmother, Amma. Because I don't have a I, guilty to say that I don't have a photo of them together, <laughs> like a bad daughter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regardless of that, two photos. Winnie combined the two people into one picture, and she really captures like our mother's smile as well as like yeah. this gentle, kind, and brightness facial expression yeah. of our ama. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you I think know. of her so work beautiful. of? Your friends, Carl and Billy. Yes. They're so cute. Well, they don't know, actually, Helen, so hopefully they don't listen to the pod <laughs> because it's a surprise. Um, yeah, we, um, 
I had sent her winning a few pictures of us um, on literally the best day of my life, which was a few months ago, where we went to cottage the Cottage Point Inn, yeah. and we had this like amazing afternoon of like great conversations, and um, we were by the water at this, and then we I took a picture of my two best friends in the world, and. Um, yeah, I sent, and I'm going to give them, we're going away for a couple of days in mm. December to celebrate the end of the year, and that's when I'm going to give it to them. I'm pretty sure they don't listen to this pod. So <laughs> I didn't I know. Can, I thought yeah. you already gave it to them. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't given it to them. I was supposed to give it to Kyle on his birthday mm-hmm. like a month ago, but I was like, oh, I'm going to give it to them when we go back to that place. Oh, that's so It'll sweet. It'll be nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it, honestly, she just like, because like... Um, a lot of the stuff on Winnie's Facebook page are like of Asians, but also the stuff she does of white people is so adorable. Like Billy and Kyle yeah, so are cute. so cute, but they are cute in real life. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think her her eye is somewhat like humble, but there's a brightness and joyful yeah. thing about it. I mean, if you want yeah, to, she should illustrate. She should illustrate for children's books. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, if you it's want so to beautiful. give um something that is too different to like a family photography. I honestly yeah. would like highly recommend Winnie's work. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. The last artist that I want to give a shout out to is another brilliant artist from Taiwan, and she's now based in Melbourne. Uh, her name is Shin. Uh, she's her specialty are uh, oil paintings of Australia, native fauna, and animals. Um, they're ready to hang gallery standard work. Um, I've purchased a painting from Shin last year as a wedding gift uh, for our brother and sister in law. Um, it just mm. happened that she has a she has done a painting of the same flower as Kumiko's like the bride uh, bouquet, the flower, oh, the, the dahlia, yeah, the, yeah, the dahlia, yeah, lovely. Yeah, so her work shows that uh, the absolute confidence in her techniques and skills in painting, and she's really good with details. And the usage of mm. color is very courageous and very vibrant. I think. Um, so you can find her on Instagram at Hello Inner Peace. Um, so these are the three um, artists. Uh, the instant, uh, sorry, instant, Instagram de- details will be on our episodes show notes. So please, please do check out their works. Um, they are all very friendly and very prompt in answering inquiries. Uh, even mm. with Shin last year, when I purchased the Dahlia painting. It was a very unfortunate that um, the glass of the framing was damaged during the delivery and her, the way that she handled the issue is really, really great, you know, not dragging mm. along, which we sometimes might face with like, shopping online. Um, yeah, so totally. what we want to do is that really support Asian female artists and we will want them, we would like to have, have them to have more exposures. You know that, that the art has not been like a very top career choices for like traditional Asian values. And yeah. Especially within Australia, I hope that they have more visibility, you know, when they're bringing a different perspective and different ideas to the industry. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't let it have a like white dominant. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I love that. Yeah. So you gave hell. Uh, you gave our brother and his white bride last year for their Christmas present a painting, which I think is just such a beautiful gift for a wedding. Do you want to know what yeah. I gave them? Um, I think I told you. I think you told me. I couldn't. I can't remember now. I got them Backstreet oh, yeah, Boys right. tickets, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. Out. So I waited. So um, my bro- our brother got married in October, October last, year. last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then I brought tickets to Backstreet Boys May. World Tour for May this year, May and then it didn't. Year. It didn't <laughs> happen. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully it'll happen next, next May. Yeah. But yeah, I was so excited. 
Okay. Uh, before that, we end our episode. Uh, there's a couple of things that I want to mention, but I also want to mention. Um, li- there's a listener's message. Um, she mm. she hasn't replied whether or not that she wants to be anonymous. So I'm not going to say her name, but yeah, this okay. person knows that we're reading out her their message. They will yeah. know. Yeah, um, and we love listener messages. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is one we're going to read out. Yeah. So this listener said, "Hi Helen and Jesse, I've just discovered your podcast and find a fun, insightful, and thought provoking. Would love to hear your view on being stuck between two cultures. Every once in a while, I get reminded by some racist white person that I'm different and will never be truly Australian. On the flip side, I'm sometimes told by Asian people that I'm not really Chinese because I was born and grew up here, and I just don't know their ways. This is despite being able to speak some Chinese, knowing and following." Many Chinese traditions uh, with a Malaysian and Singaporean band. And knowing and loving food from both of those countries, I found it infuriating, like I can never be good enough for either side. Have you experienced this? No, oh, so, totally. Let's start yeah. with you, Jess. Okay, well, I'm assuming this person is a woman. Mm, okay. If you want to use I'm just she... going to make that assumption. Yeah. Or maybe I shouldn't. Okay, yeah, let's not make that assumption, Jesse. Let's not be lazy. Um, yeah, uh, I guess she wants to know, number one, her question, if we've experienced this. I have definitely. And number two, like mm-hmm. how I've come to think about it. Um, I'm never going to fit in anywhere I go. I've mm-hmm. accepted that. Yeah. That's the short yeah. answer. Like I, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. stopped trying to fit in because mm-hmm. like I think what, what for me is a better way of living is to just find the – one or two like I have I'm I think the thing I'm most grateful for apart from my family are my friends I have like a zillion friends because mm-hmm. I just somehow attract really fucking smart people um opposite <laughs> I mean like attracts like <laughs> just kidding um so yeah I I just surround myself with people who see me for who I am I don't try and belong mm-hmm. to some club or group or society like nobody yeah. is ever going to like you I have never felt like I belong in any kind of group right more mm-hmm. than 10 people so yeah. um, I just make sure that I have really close friendship and bonds with like one to one on one or one or two people really exactly. close people who I can yeah. have like deep engagements with who see me as who I am and don't mm-hmm. try and push me into a box yeah. that's my solution how yeah. about you Helen how do you think about these issues um, I was just talking to like two of my friends last week through like the online um face-to-face like sorry not face-to-face but like a zoom call Um, one Mm -hmm. of my friends in North Carolina we were just saying that how we once you approach 40 it's harder for you to make friends and you kind of like stop making friends like I think Elaine de Botton says sorry to interrupt you Elaine de Botton says after 30 it's hard for you to make friends yeah, I think for me it was around like early 30s and 35. I'm pretty much settled. And I, I don't think I've mm. made any new friends since then. Mm. I guess it really depends mm. on the social group that you're in. If you're with the people who are racist, that is a pretty much a direct sign they're fucking fucked up and not worth of your time and efforts to be with them. And I really hate people who judges how Asian or how white you should be. Like if mm. you're have if you're friends with they're close enough with you, they wouldn't say that. I mean, um, I, Jesse, you have, your friends are mostly white, whereas mine are mostly Asian. But because most of them have arrived Australia later than me, like, for example, a lot of them begin to live in Australia from the age of 20, whereas I had my primary and secondary education here. 
So some of them would like at the beginning of our friendship, they would tease me about my Chinese, <laughs> the Chinese skills, but they never right. judge me how how ethnic that I should be or how white I am. Mm. Like mm. Um, this is why we're here to talk about this issue, you know, with this podcast. Like we're trying to make us the Australian with Asian backgrounds to increase the visibilities in the media to stop people assuming that um, Australians are just white people or Asians are just, mm. I don't know, <laughs> um, rice type. eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we yeah. don't need to fully assimilate or not assimilate. Like we're here to yeah. create our own culture. To any Exactly. Yeah, yeah like to any body. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like establish the exposure. Is, it, like for our exposure, it should be enough for the general public to see and particularly the next generations to see Australia as a very diverse nation. Like, for example, my kids are mixed and, you know, some mm. of our nieces and nephews, they're, they're Asian, like totally Asian, but they will be yeah. like, I don't know, a wider, <laughs> probably have a wider culture yeah. than us. Yeah. But, well, let me just, just say this. Assume, yeah. um, there was someone in our family who's like not Asian appearing but they are so fucking white in their, I'm not going to gender them, in their, like, outlook and their behavior and their speech <laughs> and their politics. Yeah. And that's the end of my rant. <laughs> but, yeah, I completely agree with Helen. Like, um, I think it gets to a point in your life where you, like, you don't feel like you have to be in the framework of a mindset of like what it was like to be in a high school you know when you're in high school when mm-hmm. you're like oh you have am I in the cool in. girls group or yeah, you have, yeah like you just you when you like, this is the thing about getting older you realize that um you don't have to fit in anywhere you don't mm-hmm. like people who feel like they need to yearn to belong to a certain group are people who don't really know themselves I think it feels like mm-hmm. I'm attacking the listener I'm obviously not I'm just saying like work out what you need we all have different needs right yeah. To belong yeah, to exactly. a group means that you have certain needs, right? We're not all going to need the same needs, need the same things, right? So just like try and try and not think in that way that oh I need to think I need to be Australian, I need to be Asian. Like n- none of us feel like I know white people who don't even feel white, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. I I really I actually I do believe them. Um your mm-hmm. own experience is something that nobody else can ever actually fathom because nobody moves inside your body mm-hmm. like the way that you have done for the last 35 years. Let's just assume that you're 35, you know? Um, so just don't try and fit in. Just yeah, try and find what try- you need. Yeah, yeah. And love your own identity, you know? When you have your own identity, then eventually you'll attract people like you. <laughs> yeah, who are like, who don't see identity as a boxed thing. Yeah, everyone times. is nuanced. Everyone is grey. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, on that note, except barristers, <laughs> you hate them. <laughs> I just had, I just had to put that in. I hate barristers. Okay, before we're gonna end, um, please go and check out the Share the Dignity. They're having like the collecting the bags for sanitary products again this year, and also I want to mention that if you don't have uh any ideas of what to get go and get jesse's book <laughs> for christmas gift yeah if you're like okay with like reading about sex on the beach do it <laughs> i think everyone should read it it's just so good yeah and um, oh, also next week 
Oh, actually, no, not next week. It'll be this week, I think. The 4th of December, I think it's on Friday, that the Japanese Film Festival will start. So um, our next episode will kind of have a bit more breathing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll speak to you guys in a few days. Yeah, Alan, so it's been in a, pleasure. a couple of days. Yeah. So once again, thank you to our listeners. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcast. Now we're on Acast. Please give us a rating, review, and share our podcast to your friends. You can find our updates on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Asian Bitches Down Under. We welcome discussions and feedbacks. So we'll chat to you next time. Yeah, Helen, before we end this、mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. I want to ask you one question. Okay. <laughs> what, what would you love to receive for Christmas from somebody else that does not cost a thing? Just a card. Or,、uh, I don't know, a letter. I like to、oh, see good reviews yeah, on、nice. our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah> . That <laughs> doesn't cost a yeah, thing, a you know? Yeah. yeah. Or something nice from our listeners. Just a, you know, like a message. I'm happy to receive a lot of. Like DMs to just thank us doing this yeah, kind of things. Really, yeah, yeah it, it really means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me,、um, what would I like that doesn't cost money?、Um, attention. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> spend, spend two hours with me walking from Redfern to what's、um, a nice suburb to walk to? Potts Point. Yeah, and just like、yeah. talking, I'll、I、do、like、that with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we need to do that soon. We need, we need. Yeah, where... just a conversation. Yeah, like walking and conversation. That that doesn't cost a thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, we need to do that soon. We need to have、yeah. a proper catch up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Bye. Bye.